kiddies. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is a big shout out to my friends at Quality Time Podcast. <laughs> Greatest combo we could do is, uh, you know, when is Savage Garden and Twenty One Savage gonna go on tour? Because that <laughs> Twenty One Savage Garden <laughs> with a, with an actual Native American, and then everybody gets mad. Ooh, I want you, I don't know. <laughs> He's just I'll, mumbling I'll over you. everything. I'll meet you in the middle. Yeah. My mom's was. Um, I'll tell you things that she liked, and then yeah. something she didn't like. Okay. Okay. Um, this is like something borrowed and something blue. Oh, I, don't yes. I like it. Yes. I like it. Um, yeah, you're hot. She. Short list. She was all about Queen. Yep. Okay. And heart. Oh, yes, my parents love heart. These are good. Hitting serious vocals yeah. coming from the yeah. nether regions yeah. in my house. That's all the coming those, from that C-section that's scar. The, <laughs> that, I call all that. The way that's the pyramid foundation of all of yacht rock. What you yes. just described yes. there. Yes. That's yes. like yes. That's, those are the founding fathers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a lot of, it's a lot of like from the mountaintop yelling. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, had, Bob Seger. You had to be crazy on me before yes. I could journey on you yeah um, oh, and I, didn't, I didn't know before what the wheel was. in the sky could keep turning yeah. <laughs> i needed i didn't know what was going on in my mom's panties but i did know that she was in love with a magic man <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't around maybe he disappeared He's magic. <laughs> just like my um, dad and the thing that she had a serious problem with because she reached she kind of turned in the car and was like this is, this is a bit much you guys mm-hmm. was beck loser Oh, that's a <laughs> I'm a loser, baby. So why don't, don't you kill, kill me? And we're in the Double back 90s. Bus. Kids Sorry. going, kill me! <laughs> yeah, he used machines Ma- to do this. Ma- Mom, can you put on some happy Nirvana music right. instead? And she was she was making the worst life choices of all time. But what really bothered her was calling oneself a loser. <laughs> She's like, should we ignore that part? Hey, Aww. don't we call yourself a part. loser. Anyway, here, listen to this. It's called Black Hole Sun. <laughs> it's a happy song. It's good to know that. It's good to know that you're mom gave you a healthy self-esteem see but it's dads though right dads are all. another story because yeah. like i'd be in the car with dad it would be like a lot of black sabbath mm. a lot of boston or his personal favorite jethro toll mm. uh, <laughs> an emotional place yeah my dad yeah. would look at me and be like i've never seen war but you want to hear about the shuffling madness <laughs> my dad my dad was a firm stability country music mm. uh, pop country yeah, uh, having a good me. day talking about what we do every day. Just yeah, I didn't realize I how phase. how odd my upbringing was. Mom listened to like the Uh-oh. top forty hits. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Dad, his favorite thing to listen to. We're listening to movie soundtracks. Ooh, we're listening to Danny Elfman's. Um, this. Yeah, he's all about. He's like he wants to go boom 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 boom. But I'm listening to the Tales from the Crypt thing. <laughs> True story though. Uh, 
my biggest musical influence, uh, former alive member of the show, Jeremy Woodworth. Um, he, I got, uh, he had a band called um, Stuka, uh, which I listened to his music. I thought, this is fucking good. This yeah. is good. It is good. Yeah. Um, but uh, he also introduced me to Guar in mm. kindergarten. Mm. And I, I was removed. I got sent to the principal's office because Miss uh, <laughs> Woodworth, your son was singing a song and the lyrics go, sex accusioner. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just making whip sounds to the other children. <laughs> so shout out to Jerry Woodward for introducing me to Sleazy P, Odorous Rungus, and the rest of Guar at a very young well, age. Well, I was old enough to read. Yeah. I couldn't literally read, but I knew what the uh, sodomizer was. <laughs> like, well, I didn't know, but I knew the word. Okay, now cut to like 13 years from now. My daughter's on like a... Claude cast or some other thing that's yeah. gonna they're speaking through clogs. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and virtual clogs. She's gonna be having this yeah, she's gonna be having the same conversation. But she's gonna be like, Well, my mom was real into, you know, Bob Marley, a mm-hmm. little bit of, you know, Beatles, a little bit of classic stuff, yeah, yeah. but also medieval tavern ambiance. Oh, <laughs> I don't hate that. It's are not you, bad. Are you talking about like when they take like system of a down and they play it with oh, no. like the loot and stuff like I'm that? I'm talking about a digital image of a crackling fire <laughs> yeah. in a picture of a tavern corner and it's got that jaunt y'all know the one. Yeah. Ding bling ding 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 bling ding ding ding. I you like know that it. One? This is yeah, not yeah, the first yeah. person to tell me this and i'm finding myself feeling like an outsider (laughs) i'm this is baffling that you are not the first person in the last few weeks to be like you know what i do sometimes yeah they're like sometimes when it's (laughs) me time they're like sometimes i put on the tavern music from lord of the rings and i'm like way way back machine i'm like all right they're like one ring to rule them (laughs) and then they get political about it and they're like when men were men Fuck like, these rings Jesus. to rule over well, the men. Give me know, the dwarves. You know what's cr- you know what's crazy is you know Jeremy also introduced me to Guar, which makes mm. me very very sad. But you know I had two older sisters, not like the age gap between Eric and Jeremy. True that. Yeah. But I had two older sisters, and you know I remember being in elementary school, and Faith was old enough to drive, went to private school, and we'd be driving down this driveway headed for our private school, and Faith's little convertible, you would just hear. <laughs> Just here. What would you do if your son was at home? <laughs> Grab him alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry. And the only oh. way to feed him is to sit with the man for a little bit of money. And his daddy's gone. Oh. So we're smoking rock now. In and out of lockdown. I ain't got a job now. But for you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I call life. Uh. <laughs> And I don't Shout think that out. had any impact on who I became. <laughs> what was that? Was that City? City High. City High. There we that go. That was the person uh. you looked up to. Yep. Who, jamming to. Hey, what's your yeah. favorite Story, City High yeah. song? That one's mine. That one. Yeah, that's what <laughs> no, it's that's your- it would It would be that. She'd be, she'd be putting out her cigarette right next to me because, of course, not can't be 16 at a private school smoking. And she'd be like, hey, I'm going to let this boy touch me tonight. You stay in the back of the car. You don't Jesus. say shit. I'll give you $20. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, am I going to watch you? Like, what am I? gonna watch the great watch and shit watch Lilo and Stitch I immediately look down on you should have charged 40 <laughs> the power was in your hands my dude yeah, the you market know was hot you're yeah, the secret she, keeper yeah. guys she's an idiot she should have offered me those crispy cream cakes I was a little fatty I would have done it for cakes you would have done it for money. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like oatmeal cream pie I won't tell mom and daddy hit you like shut it's up fine. is this a Lilo and Stitch slammer <laughs> listen to me you loose whore we're going around the Dairy Queen drive through twice and I don't want to fucking hear another word wild I remember the first time I found a beer under the sink in our kitchen and face like, hey, you tell mom and dad to kill that cat of yours. 
<laughs> I don't like the cat that much. Great childhood. I don't Jet. know. I don't know why people think I had a rough childhood. I don't know what they're talking about. Oh. I have a question for you, Eric. Yeah, uh, shoot. Are we able to pull up audio from the movie, or would that be I too have, much? Uh, no, no, no. We can pull up whatever you want. Although I did pull a bunch of choice clips okay. from the from said film. Excellent. But if there's one that you want in particular, you just you let I'm me know. I'm going. To, I have a couple of lines that I wrote down that I felt he delivered masterfully. Okay. And also... Um, I think I might have pulled the, the greatest okay. hits of Jeremy from sure. this. Let me show you. Just, but let, also just there give was, me a taste There was a quick. yell and or cry sound that he made that I was going to bring up. I don't want to spoil if you're going to put I this was going to say, can we edit out my weeping? Yeah, um. yeah, we can. Should we? Uh, so, no, we can go hop right on into it. I, now, I have the whole entire movie in here, so if we need to pull something up, I'll, okay. I'll fire that up. We'll do that. But in the meantime, um, I guess welcome to Quality Time. The the last and final episode, all it took was someone to, to die in it. Oh. And um, we're here. Uh, I'm Eric Woodworth. I'm joined by the illustrious uh, original uh, member uh, from, well, yeah, the original old host, Miss Kim Ambrose. Thank She's you. here in studio, back Woo! here once again. Um, we're also joined by the the lovely, the talented Ashley Pontius, who's already, I can see the welling starting to to form up, and, and me. Um, you're allowed the, to well. The guy yeah. who's been on every episode except for one, which is, you're, you two are on one episode by yourselves, which we is did Hotel, Hotel Hell, Hell. Uh, the only one I I'm not on. Aww. Which is one of our worst episodes. No, I love it's it. Go back terrible. to Hotel Hell. I, we need to pump the numbers up on Hotel Hell. <laughs> yeah. My daughter just screamed. And that's because she's, that's how excited she is about it. For, for Christ, quiet! <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I did that for effect, everyone. But we're here, um, and we, we figured the only way to really uh, uh, celebrate the life and times of Jeremy Woodworth, Susie has now entered the room. I'm sorry, the podcast must stop. Susie, we're, we're recording right now. What is What is so important? Please tell us. I beat Mario game. Yes. You beat Mario game. Nice. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. All right, give us a couple jumping jacks. That's the energy I needed. Okay, cool. She's sparkly. She's victorious. (laughs) It's a good Sunday. I promise I will lift you up and champion you on my shoulders in about an hour. In the way of all gladiators. Okay. Um, We will sacrifice an animal in your name. We we decided um, with the the passing of Sweet Jeremy Woodworth that we would cover uh, his, uh, his, his biggest starring role, which is The Killer Clown Meets the Candyman, directed by Pete Jackalome, uh, and also starring his, his best friend, Edward Young X, Edward X Young, uh, brother of Malcolm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Spiritually. He's the spiritual brother of Malcolm X. Um, they both love to march. Which... <laughs> 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 which I do have a, a ton of clips to share and stuff like that. But I figured what, listen, you think about a lot of things in, in life, especially in audio mediums. There's not a lot of things that come to an end. They usually just kind of pitter out, out yep. you know, yeah. you know, you look at the great shows. Like, is there ever going to be a last episode the of audio Howard Stern? He's just going to yeah. die. The one audio day, medium right? is rife with piddle. Yeah, yeah. And eventually you just get to a point where you're just like, I'm just not going to do this anymore. But Mm -hmm. I like that this is, oddly enough, there's a solid uh, uh, point where we're just like, hey, this is the last fucking episode. This is it. And I like, I kind of am excited for that. And I wasn't at first, but now that I'm here, I've realized what a special treat that really is. Make sure that's still going because it dropped. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm going to say that, you know, the audio medium it 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 
it already had the makings of its own ending because it started with people thinking that other people care what people have to say. And that that's where you lose me. Yeah. <laughs> Pidd- piddling out is its is the best case scenario, really. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm personally happy that we've made it here. This has been, I guess, it, the first episode was eight years ago, which is wow. kind of crazy to think that uh, in, in the summer of 2016, I got this, uh, which I went back time. and I listened to the episode. Episode one is called Genesis, and it is it makes no sense <laughs> at all. And it is Jeremy. If you want to hear Jeremy in his full, unrestrained, just like, <laughs> hey, this is where my mind is right now, and I can't, get, I can't control it. He he is running sound effects from his phone that make no sense at all there is nothing i can't make up from down and i was just like all right i and then i you know what i did that you know what i said i'm gonna do this every week for eight years (laughs) yeah i heard that and i said this is my future this is the way even worse you you paved the road for me and i was like nah i'm still gonna do it (laughs) uh so uh i am excited though that uh to bring back the the old this is this is how it should be it should be Mm. ashley it should be you here thank you uh i'm honored and 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 we're all here in the basement where we built things like the kimbot when you originally left which is we built an effigy of kimberly ambrose jeremy's the most inappropriate human i've ever met let's just start there and when the Kimbot was built when it when it when the Kimbot made its way to Facebook <laughs> everybody who thinks they're hilarious climbed on and was like mm-hmm. you gonna fuck it yeah, you yeah, gonna yeah. and Jeremy was like how dare you yeah. like he's the most mm-hmm. inappropriate person but he was also oh, like yeah. grow a fucking are you retarded like yeah. he he was not about it and I think Jeremy now, Jeremy we're, we're did talk fuck about it. quote unquote the Kimbot but yes. he made sure to put a picture of Brian Dennehy he, he made it a Brian respect. Dennehy yes he is yes. not gonna he would not treat your name in such when a way when he had a poorly crafted technologically based effigy of me he treated it with respect when he put his dick in it <laughs> yeah this is the caliber of man that I miss that was always Jeremy he was always like man when michelle dies mm-hmm. then i'll masturbate to you <laughs> and i was like okay cool thank you jeremy and i, I mean, love you the moment, moment. <laughs> and then you know what you know what she wins she's gonna jerk off to me now hey, so. i i believe that right now he's doing it from heaven you know i i, I feel the need to, to say this because i wanted to say this to you mm-hmm. earlier but there's just no time there's no way to you know there's a lot going on um you know when i first heard the news uh, that Jeremy had passed. It was very sudden. No one expected it. It was a very yeah, sudden yeah. passing, unfortunately. And I immediately went into the thoughts of, well, what does someone say when someone passes? Y'all know me. I'm a funeral baby. I mm-hmm. grew up with a family that owns a funeral home. So that's the way my brain works is, okay, someone passed. What are the words mm. that culminate their life? And and I think what what came to mind first and almost felt like a, like a celestial message. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, Jeremy is such a rare person. And, and when one has a rare person, they, they dig down into the recesses of, yeah, yeah. of the human experience to find the words to, to ma- meet the legend of such a creature. Uh-huh. And I didn't, I didn't have the audacity to think that I should reach into my own resources. I thought... I'm going to expand into all of human history to find the okay, words. We're going back. We're going to back. Prehistoric we're, we're taking, times. We're di- we have our shovel. We're digging down. As okay? the great god Mekla said, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Almost there. Yes. 
and and I found uh, a, a scripture that okay. an inscription on a tombstone of the Archbishop of Contuaraburg. <laughs> this is this is now taking it back. Real. This is no, this, <laughs> this is, is back real. when England. This is back when England was known as England. Okay, when she first formed. <laughs> had an extra Ella. And his his tombstone said something that I thought really in, encapsulated. It, it just really pulled everything together for me of what Jeremy was and who he was and I found it was relevant on a human level uh-huh. uh, it said um, what are we gonna do with the blacks and the Jews <laughs> <laughs> and I just felt that was that was Jeremy <laughs> so Jeremy <laughs> Kim you are right <laughs> thank you uh, thank you yeah. oh man <laughs> Jeremy Jeremy couldn't have said it better himself because he had a stroke yeah yeah <laughs> And the way he was I mean he could say it getting yeah. through all that dirt might be yeah. uh, the sound yeah, Jeremy sounded the same alive as he does dead yeah. <laughs> now I did want to ask you two or more, more importantly Kim I want to ask you a question being in the funeral business you you're coming I feel like, you know, this is like this is like a comedian now going to see someone else's show. You know what I mean? You're yeah. going what were your problems when you walked in and you're like this is the f- I can't believe they did this here. That's not how that's not how we handle I, it in the no, Ambrose be, biz. I mean, a funeral home wise like, okay, sure. They were charging too much. Let me just out the gate. Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, the I windows. Can, I, yeah. I saw the curtains. Okay. <laughs> hey, Ambrose funeral payment plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're not missing teeth. Come our way. Oh my god, do you okay. think the Woodworths are going to finish paying off a Payment plan, <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> um, but you know the bigger. Yeah, problem. we wrote you a check. <laughs> Out of Jeremy's will. <laughs> Just for humor, we got the we got the uh, the the Winnie the Pooh ones, and we give them the Tigger ones because they bounce. Um, <laughs> um, I was actually, you know, aside from the funeral industry, mm-hmm. I was actually really uh, perturbed. Let's mm. let's use that fun mm-hmm. word uh, of the lack of, of tastelessness. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was I upset. Tried. I, I, tried I, I felt there wasn't enough poop stains. Um. <laughs> I felt there wasn't enough open titties <laughs> that weren't attractive. Not yeah. all titties are great. Yeah. That were no. not attractive. No, I felt there wasn't enough dwarfs cry yeah. laughing that was a thing i was yeah. like i was hoping one little person would show up for yeah. jeremy that was my only my only yeah. uh biggest regret the other the other one was and i can't I, I i don't remember if i said this on the last show but there was a time at the funeral where i was supposed to do my my eulogy and i wanted a very specific song to play and the song i wanted to play was um uh the life of brian's always look on the bright side of life which is what i asked to, her to cue Amazing. and i talked to the funeral director lady and and it didn't happen i just said there and I went and then I sat down and so when I went to the graveside where I'm a pallbearer she's there and we're face to face again and she goes hey uh, I'm sorry I didn't hit the song and I go don't worry about it we'll get it on the next one (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) she she went oh oh that's (laughs) so funny I was like it's not a big deal we'll get it to the next one oh Oh my god God. it was a fun time (laughs) how are you going to disappoint me with always look on the bright side of life that's super cynical yeah yeah well we did we did play uh, 13 ghosts as they lowered him into the grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then Tom Myers gave me a very unwelcomed back rub and told Aww. me to grieve. Uh, that hey, was great. are you feeling co- uncomfortable yet? <laughs> no, man. It w- gotta be honest, though, as much as I'm like, hey, Tom, don't do that if I'm being honest, though, in that moment, 
felt like it was Jeremy. Oh, <laughs> that's so beautiful. He was you, just like, you were molested you in his honor. Yeah, oh, it's, what, it's what Jeremy would have wanted. Oh, very much. Yes. Oh man. Oh. I'm. I guess the the God saved me then from uh, ha- by having this horrible cough that I had that yeah. I could not continue. I know. I, it would have been loud and weird. Well, you know what? There was a lot of loud and weird things happening at that that's funeral, true. so it's okay. I mean, I, it's it's all right. I did see a very unfashionable man crying, and I was like, that's that's the <laughs> element of Jeremy's yeah. funeral. I was looking. It, it adds yeah. up you know when you only see one set of footprints it's because jeremy just could not keep walking <laughs> <laughs> when you when you saw one uh, when you saw one bird scooter that's when you knew <laughs> he was he was uh scooting behind you um so uh the killer clown meets the candy man uh our final movie we'll be covering on the quality time uh flagship station here um is uh was directed by pete jackalome who uh i have i have not had the pleasure of meeting but who reached out and said that uh the footage he has gathered just a, a little quick teaser there is a movie that jeremy halfway filmed uh a sequel to this very film called okay. son of gacy and he said he is trying to piece these things together to have a release later i don't know if it's this year or the next but i sent him a message and i said i'd be willing i was like hey if i could help out with it i will help you finish son of gacy because i had this idea Jeremy loves monster mania and stuff like that. And when it comes back to Timonium, I have thought about full on getting the pogo thing and dressing as him and be like totally Tony clifting it. And I was like, yeah, Jeremy's dead. He was a hack. <laughs> and Tony clifted her. it. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I'm still alive. <laughs> totally dishonoring, but totally also honoring. Yes. His whole role in his thing. Well, we're going to get into this about the levels of his genius. 100%. I have thought. I do yeah. like the idea that Eric just becomes the second Gallagher brother and just. <laughs> yeah. What if this is what I become famous for is impersonating my dead brother <laughs> We, we, we need you to start getting real bad psoriasis. Uh, let's I'm get you already, a new haircut. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wait, was that the movie that Jeremy asked me to eat a dead baby in? No, that's Baby Eater, which oh, we also have. My some, mistake. Okay. We do have some principal filming from Baby Eater. Jeremy's not in Baby Eater. That was his directorial. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is a movie that Jeremy said he wanted to make for years and years and would not tell me what is happening in it mm-hmm. he was like all right i need you to clean out your shed i bought some baby back ribs <laughs> yeah. you have a mullet you're gonna be eating them but it's actually a baby go yeah. and yeah. he filmed a bunch of stuff he actually filmed some stuff with the director of this movie pete jacklum and the other star uh who's playing dean coral edward x uh i actually filmed some scenes with edward x too because i was actually the baby eater okay. um in okay. it and it's called it was called baby eater the worst taste in horror that's what all i was supposed to be and it's a man who kills babies and makes the best baby back ribs in the whole world that That's you can't hilarious. you can't stop eating after well, you have a I bite. had to turn him down because I'm working on my business of doing childbirth education yeah. online. Do you mean making money? Uh, not not <laughs> yet. We're working towards Yeah, that. it might make um, women uncomfortable. Yes, and I, I thought that. that's, I'm already like, there's evidence of me on this podcast <laughs> in yeah. a room with Jeremy who says things. Yeah. And I thought, oh, let's not push it. Well, can I be honest? Please. I've always been a little, it's so hard to talk about this now that he's not with us, but I was always so hurt that Jeremy never even asked me because like i would have given him all the kids i couldn't bring to full term (laughs) (laughs) i would have participated hard you guys don't know my dedication i i've got them in jars little pickle pigs like just ready for him to go and he didn't even ask me you know what he was doing 
saving you for a special one. Uh, yeah. You know what? He did tell me before he died. He's like, I think I've got a special role for you in Baby Eater. That's a threat. Yeah. And then he died. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. I like that your inheritance was a role. <laughs> <laughs> I already filled out the IMDb. You were hobo whore four. Excuse me, senior hobo whore. Excuse me, I earned that position. No, I'm pretty sure the exact quote was, "You're gonna be a witch that no one likes." And I go, "Do I work for 98 Rock?" <laughs> so, Jer- sir, I was born for this. Uh, Jeremy, uh, back in uh, this movie says it was released in 2019, but I think it was 2018. Uh, the screenings had started. Uh, Jeremy did win the best actor from oh. the New Jersey Horror Con uh, for his role in this film. Amen. And I will dare I say was the best actor in this movie. Yeah. Um, by, I thought that too by by like a log shot. And uh, I also do one other thing. I know I'm on a side tangent. We're going to get there. Uh, Jeremy, incredibly not comfortable with doing gay stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was not more evident when he actually had to touch people in this movie where he's like, yeah. with a one yes. finger, like, this is how gays yeah. touch. Yes. We'll <laughs> yeah. get into it. I have notes on that also. Um, can I just can I just stretch that out? Because yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is, we're going the distance. For yeah, this we're one. ready. We're so ready. Je- so I, when I lived in New York and across the Hudson, there's a billboard that says, Jersey, New Jersey doesn't stink.com. <laughs> And there's a website full of merchandise, socks, shorts, tote bags, and they all say New Jersey doesn't stink. <laughs> Jeremy Woodworth has received the New Jersey talented role. Of, like this is this is where this is coming from. This is like, where it comes from. I love this it. Is, this is where it is. Well, but it doesn't shock me because, like, as the Bible says, a prophet isn't honored in his hometown. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Oh, that's why I want to leave so much. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I get it. It's why okay. Wadesboro, PA, just isn't my bag. I don't I read the you. Bible. Yeah. See, you're filling me in on things. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's in me like an infection. <laughs> you can't make profits till you leave town. <laughs> Am I right? Jesus Christ. Right? Chew. Sorry. All right. How are you doing, green M&M over there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so uh, I, I did, I pulled some special audio from uh, uh, some of the... Uh, I, I I have a special two disc DVD of this. Yeah, you do. Now you this gave whole, me a one disc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gave you just the feature, lady. Um, so I have the I have a bunch of interviews and stuff from uh, Jeremy and Edward X. And uh, I was literally about to go, oh, cool. And I was like, is it though? Is it? We're gonna find out. Here's a little word from Jeremy about the movie here. Okay. My name is Jeremy Woodworth, and this is a Pete Jackalone production about John Wayne Gacy. I think that's played by me. And, of course, a lesser-known serial killer with a larger actor known as Dean Coral, played by Edward X. Young. And, of course, it is a movie called Gacy Killer Clown Meets the Candyman. And no, we're not talking about the guy who sings the happy song about candy. It's the guy who likes to kill kids and torture them to death. I won't say it's 100% true, but in a different reality, it could definitely be true. Because if these guys met up, they'd be doing some serious damage and probably killing kids in the hundreds because they love to rape kids and kill them. 
Now, we might say about Dean Coral's main love of killing was more of a sadistic kind because he had a large plywood board that he would tie kids up to and maybe do six sadistic things with their penises and glass. Gacy, on the other hand, loved to kill his victims and would more likely kill them by strangulation by a garrote or maybe chloroform. As he did not enjoy the fighting, but he just enjoyed the sexual, what should we say, rape of a corpse for weeks on end. As Gacy was a a more refined man and wasn't into the torture or the sadisticness as the candy man was into. Um, Eric, can I just say... Thespian voice. um, I love it. Can I just say... That penis of glass is my favorite Blondie song. (laughs) (laughs) Got a a penis of glass. You found it was shoved up my ass. (laughs) I have a strange new want um, that I never thought I would have. Um, Is there a way to AI Jeremy's thespian voice only for when I'm told by a doctor I have a terminal illness? (laughs) (laughs) It it appears there is a pear-shaped tumor growing within your nasal cavity. I am so sorry, my lady. But the heart breaks, you have writhe upon your chest and become aneurysm. It comes from the gut. Guess what? It is spread to your bones. I do do like the idea that Jeremy's like, it it can't be fixed. (laughs) (laughs) It's incurable. (laughs) The rape of children. I love his how should we say how should we say butt raped small people yeah, like, yeah. that's my favorite word Jeremy's I like where he's trying to find a good yes, he's like yes. hmm, a butt raped oh my god that is so accurate Jeremy would do that all the yeah. time he'd be like how you say uh, brutal assault and I was like yeah Jeremy you got it je ne sais quoi the fish that goes up the penis with the spine <laughs> I got a little bit of uh, his 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 uh, a co-star Ed X talking about the movie here. Uh. Hello, I'm Edward X Young. I'm a grindhouse horror actor, and I am playing Dean Coral okay. in Pete Jackalone's new movie, The Killer Clown Meets the Candyman. This movie means a lot to me because uh, I think it might be one of the most terrifying roles I've ever done. And it's a character I've waited years to play. <laughs> Anyhow, I played a lot of villains. All right, all right, all right. Listen, he's played a lot of villains. All right. I want to know. I want. All right, fingers up, okay, right. as he goes. I want you to put up a finger for every movie you've seen and he's about to rattle off. Here okay, all right. Okay. Right. I don't have three hands, but I'll do ten. <laughs> go Here ahead. Here we go, here we go. Over the years, in, in 80-some independent horror films, such as... Mr. Hush and the Green Monster, zombies, zombies everywhere, mold, nope. creepy clowns, the lunatickler, Bigfoot, <laughs> blood trap, go, paranormal captivity. But this paranormal is a character captivity. I've been wanting to play for a long time because I wanted to really look into the mind of this truly terrible killer. Uh, I have been urging Pete Jack alone to do this story for close to a decade now, and I'm thrilled that he finally wrote the perfect script. Can you imagine 
for 10 years that this is living rent free in your brain that it has to be done <laughs> yeah this the I, world is missing yeah. i want to hear the christmas and and thanksgiving conversations with family when they go and what have you been doing this year oh I, and he was, rattles off one of these titles a murderer molested by a priest like yeah, i yeah, want to yeah. know i want to hear that <laughs> is that a thing face. that happened or the name of the movie yeah. also <laughs> he actually <laughs> shot me down for my porno paranormal cavity um where haunted <laughs> hole yeah, where where a ghost dentist shoves his cock in your throat. Honestly, um, as someone who's been through things, we could make that movie. Uh, haunted holes. You want to talk about haunted by, holes? By the way, I don't I hate love the idea I get dependent for text. <laughs> I I love I love this idea, Kim. We could make a lot of money. I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> can I can I just say that I actually no. like I was there. There was a lot of complex feelings watching this movie because it, it's hard to watch mm-hmm. for multiple reasons for multiple i'm being reasons. gracious <laughs> I, um, I explained that hold, but real quick but when when um ashley you watched this yesterday right yes. and she said i've been holding off because i don't want to get emotional i was like hey you want to know the good news is i was like it's real hard to get emotional during the movie yes <laughs> hard to have emotions it's hard, it's hard to have hard to emotions. have feelings <laughs> yeah. yeah just yeah. a lot to tap into you know there. my therapist says sometimes you fear something before it actually happens Fair. so i didn't get out of bed yesterday and cried the entire day and then it <laughs> around midnight i put on the movie and i went yeah i feel zero anything I don't know. no better way to end yeah. a hard day than what yeah. happened before us in this film. yeah it's crazy um, but i did i want to give credit in the sense that they chose something they chose a topic dean coral specifically mm-hmm. that is terrifying mm-hmm. and this guy while i did mm-hmm. not appreciate how much of his body i saw <laughs> yeah <laughs> He he's so sweaty and so, so many much scenes. hairy nipples i saw so many nipples and there was no ed Gein and so many nipples um th- th- this is terrifying there's parts where he has like him and gacy have like tools yeah, yeah. that are for being predatory mm-hmm. they have these behaviors mm-hmm. they have like this is a scary fucking story mm-hmm. yeah. where and, and it, no credit to dean coral all the credit goes to the fact that police sucked yeah. in this era. Oh, yeah. The terrifying thing is that it they got away with this so easily. Wait a for minute, so he's only long. been gone for 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 uh, two weeks. He'd probably just run off. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Wait a minute, queer. Never I, mind. I am really <laughs> glad that Kim brought up the body. We don't body shame here, no, but however, but I'm I have gonna. to tell you, have you ever like dropped mashed potatoes on a rug <laughs> and then you like try to pick it back? up it felt like that there yeah. was a lot of shapes that i was curious I, about you know when you see your dad's winter body <laughs> oh you mean like eric out of the shower you mean eric's seasonal do you, do you mean my summer shed <laughs> <laughs> please but why I, do you think there's light beer in the fridge i kept, I kept ping-ponging I back look, and forth between i look like multiple dad bods combined <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way no, no i kept pinging ping-ponging back and forth between this is this movie's ridiculous why are there so many blank backgrounds like yeah. I was I was going back and forth but sometimes I would actually feel the terror of like what they're trying to portray which yeah. is these men yeah. had a very simple idea that went with a super unhuman drive and mm-hmm. they fucking got away with so yeah. much of it and that is terrifying well this spoke to me a lot with like comedy the idea of men getting away with things for a long <laughs> period of time i was like totally get it um i have to say though i in all the the what like four years i did this podcast I have to tell you, um, I wish I wish Jeremy was here, but uh, I've never had a movie make me so dry in the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like it, 
it it felt like it felt like a sand trap had opened up at a golf course in my crotch. I wanted I to mention you. this. There there are scenes where I get to see my brother in this movie mm-hmm. where um I I've never I don't know how to explain it. I guess the best way to say it, it's called a, a, a an inward erection. It's where my dick yeah. goes. The, it, like yeah. instead of yeah. instead of from the smallest it can be, it starts to go within me. As yes. in, like I'm so unturned off right now that you could fuck my inverted penis. That's, yes, that's what how which would terrify that Jeremy that you became trans. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how to say this, but I've reached a level where you could finger my dick. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm uncomfortable with that and excited also. You know, can I just, just also like moving us away, but still within the topic, you know, I know, um, for a lot of our listeners, you know, that John Link went before Jeremy, which is also very sad, very painful for sure. Everybody in this movie. Yeah. John Link passed last year. Um, and I just, again, I don't know why Mike, my heart. He's the guy who plays, uh, the Manson in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Delightful. Well, and I just don't know why maybe Jeremy wanted it this way that my heart has been turned back to the Christian religion, but Mm. it just, it spoke to me that I was like, Oh my God, when Jesus said, I have gone to prepare a place for you, he meant a storage locker for John and Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) Full of sweaty socks. Yeah. Yeah, full of junk. I mean, goodies well, that they can you sell for cash. It's funny you mentioned John Link. Here's a little bit of his interview here. I'm John Link, actor. I played Charles Manson in this movie. The killer clown meets the candy man. And, uh, I... I studied at, at Manson's mind control for years. Um, he would he would stare, and that was this he learned from the staring method. He would learn he learned from Scientology while in prison, and this this Elwin Hubbard well Elwin Hubbard who invented Scientology got the idea from Alistair Crowley. Yeah, so. Um, I love when people give Charles Manson credit for being a genius (laughs) and he's a broken child. He's reactionary. He planned nothing. He's not a genius. Can I just say though? Has there been better casting for a Manson? Can I say, has there been better audio? No, I know <laughs> there hasn't been. There hasn't been. They caught all the ghosts in that one. Just the choir. There's so much EVP. <laughs> Can I go pee? Can we take a. Stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do. A, we'll Sorry. do a quick break. Sorry. We'll be back with more. I just want to disturb us. Uh, and we peed. We're back. No Great. more men to hold us back. Yeah, yeah there we are. That's uh, what, that's what I do when my sketch is clear. I make parody songs about inappropriate sex gatherings. Hell yeah. Oh my god! You I guys have a lot missed of out on time. a lot during the break. Here we learned about night poops. There was a night lot of poops. manly night stuff. Poops. Yeah. Uh, but diving diving right back in uh, I, I, I did pull this one other clip And then we'll get into some of the movie clips proper Here is uh, And I like this clip um, It's kind of long And if you need me to pause Just give me the, the heads up But okay. uh, uh, this is this is Edward and Jeremy Talking about the movie The heads up is movie. whipping a titty out, yes? Yeah, yes, yes <laughs> Okay, uh, I wanted to show, know the Eric pulls his yeah, out Yeah, okay <laughs> You, you motion me to show my titty and then i know that's okay. when i know how to stop Excellent, um, thank you. but this is uh i will say that uh the, the, I, I like the camaraderie you really get to hear jeremy in a, a weird awkward situation with his uh, somebody he clearly trusts here so this is ed and jeremy talking about the movie i get, I get to act i get get over here i get i get to act with my good friend 
Fred and I for the past ten years. We're just having a good time I'm, now. I, I've been begging Pete. I've this been, interview's I, just getting started. I, I've been begging Pete for ten years. Please give me a movie where I can act with Jeremy Woodward. We've been in the same picture, but we've never acted together. And I've been wanting to act with this guy for years because we're, we're both great at horror. But I think we, we are a terrific comedy team. And, and, and now we get, you get a chance to see us together. Not only that... We get we get the, the crazed dwarf John Link is also acting with us as Charles Manson, and it's the role that he's been waiting his whole life. You're like Dino, and I'm like the Jew. <laughs> anyhow, he's anyhow, back. we play he's some. Back. You know, back. once upon a. <laughs> Lifetime. Oh man! Because he's like in a bed and he doesn't blink, and there's women, and then they cut. Like that's it. He's been waiting his whole life. When I saw in the script oh. that all I wear is Fruit of the Looms for ninety percent of this film, I was like, I'm fucking in. Hey, I said I doubled down. I was like, Hey, I got to say this strongly as an actor. I need boots. Can I just, can I just say this is a musical episode because this is what it just made me think of. Well, I just heard <laughs> the news today. I'm gonna be in a movie. I get to be gay. <laughs> I did write down somewhere in here sponsored by Tidy Whiteys. Yeah, I did. I, I do find like it. It was fresh too. Uh, fresh fruit of the gloom. Another- <laughs> hey, this this is the thing I noticed. Hey, do you notice everybody has the freshest pair of fruit of the looms except for Jeremy? Except he Jeremy. was like, I got, I got mm. my own pair. Yeah. <laughs> It's wild. We'll seeing, get there. We'll get, we'll seeing get Jeremy and Tidy Whitey's is one of the most upsetting images yes. of my whole life. Yes. Um, oh God. Because um, well, it's a stark contrast to his flaking skin. Welcome yes. to welcome to the years one to twelve for me. <laughs> um, time. Once upon a time, back at, back in the early twentieth century, we had Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, the Mummy, the great Universal horror monsters. But in this jaded time, the 21st century, the, who are the monsters? The monsters are the mass murderers and serial killers. They're the new Frankensteins and Draculas and Wolfmans of their era. And Jeremy and I get to sort of play a uh, postmodern version of Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. And you know what they say, you kids, there aren't any real monsters. Except for Dracula, because he really was real. real. He really was real. And Transylvania's real. I also think that Gacy could have been curly. <laughs> Sorry. But be careful who you take candy from. Be careful who you take a ride from when you're hitchhiking. Or even be careful who you might, you know, take a job from at a construction site. Look out for the bad touch. Okay. <laughs> When? When you're hitchhiking. Yeah. Not if. Yeah, that is. When. when you have to hitchhike. Can I also just say, though, his advice is really solid because you don't really want to take candy from Jeremy. No. <laughs> it might just be a wrapped. No. Yeah. Hold on. It might just be a wrapped up doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, pulls, out a, he pulls out a Werther's remix. It's not even original. He's like, I, I added some things to this. Pocket lint. They're yeah. talking about the mummy, and I'm like, you mean the mummy? He talked I'll tell you what. I want that guy on my PR team. He gives a lot of credit yeah. Yeah. to things. He does. He's he, like, born to play it, waiting my whole life. We're the postmodern yeah. version of, of... Does he understand that murderers have always existed? 
Yeah. <laughs> does he know that? But people just didn't talk about. It? Like, does he know yeah. that? Like, I think here's here's the thing. Serial killers are judged by I think the times that they're in. Like, we Amen. don't hear a, a ton about uh, uh, God. Who was the fucking guy who had the murder house back in like? Oh, AJ Holmes. AJ Holmes. Sister love. We yeah. don't. We don't love and 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 revere H. H. Holmes because we people also still thought like um you know pregnancy happened by touching a woman. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like she showed was, her ankles. Now she's having twins. It was a different <laughs> time. By the yeah. time you're like in the 60s and 70s, you're like, wow, we have videos and we have people that like we we have Doctor Spock's fucking baby guy. Yeah, we know how <laughs> shit works. Right a man now. with misshapen ears is telling me how to parent. <laughs> I'm buying into it. Yes. Can yeah. I just yeah. say though, the like honestly though, for me, the most upsetting thing about like the 60s, the 70s, mm-hmm. these eras of mass murderers. Can I just say? outside of like ugh, the rape and the murder mm-hmm. the thing i struggle with the most though is that all of these men were homeowners like that's really <laughs> yeah. upsetting to me and here like, i am here i am struggling yeah. a good citizen living in a one bedroom <laughs> i john wayne gacy gacy had a crawl space yeah i, I don't even have that that's the same size of my apartment as a it's renter really- i could kill two people and put them under the sink i don't fucking <laughs> know truly what if the reason that we don't have serial killers anymore is because it's not because of the over surveillance and and the yeah. ability to listen in on people and our government yeah. can see us all the time what if the real reason is that you just can't buy a house housing anymore? Housing prices are terrible. <laughs> like housing prices are—they're actually—they're gentrifying serial killers How out of the market. Am I supposed that's to murder when I can't bit. buy a two-bedroom, two-bathroom? Yeah, this is crazy. That how, how am I supposed to buy acid a corpse if I don't have a second tub? I barely got enough time to work at the soup kitchen. How can I fucking murder somebody? I have to get a note to have a fucking dog for emotional support. How am I going to have a room that you're not allowed to go in? Oh yeah. my god. Kim, an emotional support corpse. Oh, you nailed it. Thank you for calling Jeffrey Dahmer Enterprises. Uh, uh, I, I did have one last uh, little clip from Jeremy here uh, who, who, who had this to say about this movie. Remember, Hollywood sucks. The only places where t- filmmakers take chances anymore is in the independent cinema. In Jersey. If you want to see real horror, you've got to see the killer clown meets the candy man. A love story. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So oh. the love story of the killer clown meets the candy man. Now, uh, this movie kicks off uh, where we get to see uh, Edward X playing Dean Coral. Uh, he's got a pair of victims tied up. Boy, girl. Can I back you up a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my first note here is disclaimer, classy. <laughs> Real classy. They said, listen, we understand people were murdered. We understand oh, yeah. that the victims' families are alive, and they may or may not come across this. And you know what? We respect you. Oh, yeah. However, we're going to do a bunch of homoerotic shit that is in no way accurate. I and did, roll tape. I did actually. I I recorded the uh, the disclaimer uh, that that is read. I, oh, I, here you go. Here's the disclaimer. This motion picture is a work of fiction based on the lives of serial killers John Gacy and Dean Coral collectively tortured, raped, and murdered more than 60 young men and boys in the early 1970s. Although the story and characterizations are fictitious, many of the situations, crimes depicted in dialogue, is based on historical facts as derived from news reports, court records, and interviews. 
The producers sorrowfully acknowledge the real victims and families and mean no disrespect. Now prepare yourselves for the killer clown meets the candy man. Okay, wait a second. Thank you for that. I want you to know. They meant no disrespect in this movie. None. For any, Not any a of the drop. victims of this movie. There's no just hey, the last thing we want to do is be disrespectful. Anyway, the first scene, there's two people tied down crying, <laughs> for, crying. Their lives. crying for their lives. I just I just yeah, this feels like a good time to bring up not only my deep love for Jeremy after all these years, uh, but the number of guests I could not get to come on the show because when I explained Jeremy's <laughs> yeah. obsession to them, there were several people that said, hey, I think I will go to hell if I come on your podcast. And you know what? You know what that takes us back to? The, the age old lesson, never judge a book by its homicidal, suspicious questionability. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you, you know, Kim, you didn't get to hear this story. I think Eric did. Um, you know, one time I had this really intimate moment with Jeremy where Jeremy is getting ready for... I'm confused about what that means. You're about to find out. Okay. And, and so Jeremy's getting ready for an event. He's putting his makeup on. He's okay. looking in the mirror. And Jeremy's looking at himself, but he's talking to me, standing behind him. And he goes, you know, Ashley, it really breaks my heart that you don't want to be a Christian anymore. And as he's putting the makeup on, he's like, I really hope you find your way back to God <laughs> while he's putting on his John Wayne Gacy makeup. Homo erotic strangulation fixation. Yeah. And I'll never forget on. that. Other, And I'm trying to now. I'm this trying actually to, surprised me about Jeremy. I didn't know that he had a faith like that. Yes. And so it, it surprised me at the funeral that they kind of talked about. It. And I was like, okay, cool. Like that was another part of him that I didn't yeah. get to know. But it is really fucking conflicting. It's yeah, really yeah, funny. Yeah. You know, when I, when I came out to Jeremy, Jeremy was one of the first people to be like, hope you know how much I love you. And I wish you enjoyed men more than you enjoy women. (laughs) And I'm like, this is so very funny. And I love you so deeply. And I like, remind me again about John Wayne Gacy. And he's like, oh yeah, he liked to rape and hurt boys. Bye. (laughs) And I celebrate this manner. Can I just say that I, I, one thing that I loved about Jeremy is that he had a power and that power was holding the domination over the room's dynamic. Yeah. He yeah, yeah. wanted to make you specifically uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, but let's add to that my favorite thing about Jeremy, because I've met people like this. Yeah. yeah. They're super smart. They're super talented. And yeah. they use their powers for evil. Jeremy was a good person. Yeah. He really was. He truly. didn't make you and I uncomfortable in the way no. that we felt unsafe. He made us uncomfortable in the way where it's like, you're not supposed to use slang like that on no, a published podcast. Here's the, yeah. like, here's the thing that Jeremy was best at is that we would meet somebody that I'd never met and we both don't know. And I know that the things that Jeremy's about to say, I'm going to have to pull that person aside and yes. say, hey, I need you to know that he's actually a good person. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I know I'm going to have to like, tell you, right. he's really not as dumb as he, he's, he's a, he is a damaged flower. He Let knows me what he's you. doing and he's fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. How many people are afraid to make other people uncomfortable and not oh, on yeah, purpose? Dude, yeah. Just he, being yourself. He mm-hmm. knew what he was doing, but he was so, light-hearted it was fun it was fun we're having fun yeah i can honestly say uh jeremy was himself wherever he went yes um and uh ashley and i can attest to this uh i'll tell you the most the least fun place to go with him is to a dark movie theater (laughs) 
Because Jerry. For a movie you really want to see. <laughs> oh, no. I remember we went to go see, uh, what is it, Halloween. We killed? We're about kills. to escape Nazis, Jeremy. Shut the fuck up. We went to see Halloween kills. And, and, and Jeremy just sees an actor make a weird yeah. face. And all you hear is, oh, oh, my God. It's a silent theater. Nobody yeah, even funnier. Laughing. Take Jeremy with you to a weekend movie event. Uh, <laughs> He's a I'm fucking wild I mourn that I cannot take him to go see yeah. the theatrical release of re-release of um uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest yeah because i feel that that would be his wheelhouse yes. just seeing people suffering from By a the mental way, that is, problem that is, and finding the hilarity that is a yeah. uh, that is a family favorite in the woodworth house yes, in fact my here. my uh sweet mother uh to this day uh she was born in 1950 her email i'm gonna give it out right now Do it's it. it's nurse cratchit 50 <laughs> at hotmail <laughs> at hotmail she loves nurse ratchet uh. so much um so that, this that tells me a lot. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's very yeah. revealing. Yeah. Yes. There, it was very funny. And I, Eric, please forgive me. But it Go was very it. funny at the funeral. I'm meeting Eric's mother. And she's so lovely. And we're having a moment. Yes. And we're holding hands. And then like out of nowhere talking about Jeremy. She, she looks over at Eric and she's like, God, he's so big. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Jeremy was big, too. And she's like, oh, don't remind me. <laughs> I was like, oh, this adds up. She saw an this- oppressive, soul-crushing woman figure and went, that is for me. <laughs> I respect this woman. Oh, God damn, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, she's the one. We already mentioned this on the last episode, but I- she's the one that's like, I really hope that people came to Jesus through Jeremy. And Eric, yeah. and Eric, and Eric goes, no, Mom. People Define- looked at Jeremy and they're like, Jesus. <laughs> Define came. When you say that. <laughs> so this opening scene is wild. Eventually, uh, uh, Dean Coral's accomplice uh, uh, confronts him and says, why don't you just go ahead and shoot me? Shoot me then. And then shoots him in the head. And it doesn't work. And then he pulls the bullet out. He's like, you call that a bullet? Bow. He, he pulled it out like it was a 90s at home yeah, like yeah. eyebrow piercing. They <laughs> gave a lot of credit to a man who did not mature past 11 and a half. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it, it, it results in the rest of his uh, death as he pumps him full of uh, shots. And then we, we have a flashback. So the rest of this movie is an entire flashback mm-hmm. before Dean Coral's murder, uh, where uh, we see Dean Coral with his two accomplices, uh, and he's trying to skimp them out on some money. And it's like, there's nothing worse when you're a child trafficker. And they, they're they trying to, now you want to negotiate after I got this hot boy <laughs> can Can I say... I don't think I can get hard anymore after this movie. Like, I don't. I don't think I can reach climax uh, after this. I had a note in here something about that two hundred dollars was fucking serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was serious. Oh, I heard about it six times before we were forty minutes in. Where oh, I'm sorry, Kim. Have you never had an OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah, two hundred dollars is a lot of money. I've that was two K back then. Yeah, that's that's yeah. your mortgage yeah. for the next year in 1970. <laughs> have you seen gas prices? That's a lot of money. Do you know how many women have to attach themselves to my name just to have a bank account for this 200 fucking dollars? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you realize when your mortgage is $16, 2K is a lot back then. I brought Um, these bottles and bottle tops. Will that work as mortgage in 1970? Oh, that's upsetting. One of us does recycle aluminum. I 
I did notice something about this movie that made me appreciate its small budget is that they closed up on the cash and showed it was time accurate. And I was just, <laughs> I was so blown away. I was like, hey, they got time accurate money. Those look Whoa. like 20s from yeah. the 70s. Thank God. You know, my favorite, honestly, anytime I watch a movie that's like in the 70s because I work in telecoms, I always look at the telephone poles and I was like, mm. there's fiber optic cable on here. This movie's bullshit. Lying, bitch. I'm, I'm out. I'm out again. Yeah. I just saw, I saw a fiber optic pedestal over there. That's fucking shit so uh, and your I, wife's like asleep because i'm not watching movies you do this. Yeah, i don't just, fucking like this every time you do it you're pointing out the utilities in the yeah, thing. did yeah. i want to watch titanic not with fucking you yeah, yeah. not with fucking you <laughs> that coin is actually brass shut the fuck up there's a cell phone in game of thrones on the table <laughs> it's my, not a book my favorite things about this movie were two things jeremy's wig yes <laughs> i made that note number yeah. one, a plus number one yes and number two was the yeah, blank, Phil Donna Pugh. The the blank wall background <laughs> insistence. Yes. yes. I insist on cinder block backgrounds. Yes. Side vinyl siding backgrounds. Yes. They were like, oh, oh, is there a story to tell? Well, let's but, get a wall background yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah. But I get it though, because who wants to pay royalties to Sherwin Williams? I get it. I hear <laughs> that. I hear that, but panning? Uh, yeah. we can't, I is mean, this the Pantone color of the year? $60. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Well, shortly after this, uh, we get to see Jeremy enter the movie um, uh, as John Wayne Gacy on a construction site where he's having a little dispute uh, with a young boy on his uh, on his crew uh, where we finally get to meet where the killer clown gets to meet said Candyman. You will have to be on my work site tomorrow, first thing. I told you, Mr. Gacy, I can't work for less than 30 a day. <laughs> That's for the minimum wage. <laughs> you might be strong, but you're not worth it. And I guess I don't work for you anymore. Oh, really? Who the fuck is gonna work with a little fucking pothead creature like you anyway? You better show! You don't get your pants calling me! Really? Take your mind! God, fight me! Not there! And luckily, <laughs> Dean comes in and smashes the kid with a brick, rendering him helpless. Thanks, man. Dean Coral. John Gacy. Here's my card. And can I be honest with you? I was sad it wasn't Jeremy's real. I was yeah. also the pogo card. <laughs> I, like, I still have it. Where is the pogo card uh, with the unicorn? My note for this scene says Jeremy's entrance. A delight. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was a delight. Yes. Um, uh, I I do also like that uh, shortly after this, they are, uh, they're on there, and he actually pulls out a bottle of chloroform that's labeled. <laughs> like he yeah. has, yeah. <laughs> like he's in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. He was just like, <laughs> of course, I label it so I don't mix it up with my ether. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, we, get to, uh, we get to hear some more clips here. I got a couple other shorties from this. I will admit, I was trying to bribe the boy so I could, well, you know, as they say, you can catch more flies with sugar than you can with vinegar. You need a lot more than sugar to bribe these little motherfuckers. This motherfucker was straight as an arrow. So what? Everybody has a price. Asides, even straight boys like blowjobs, and they'll give them too. If you get them buzzed enough. <laughs> Thank I you, like doctor. you. 
like the way you think. <laughs> I like the way you think. Thank you, doctor. He knows all about straight gay boys doing straight gay shit. What are you talking about? I know, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. He was just like, yeah, I met a lot of straight guys till you get them busted enough. <laughs> I was like, I remember when I was hanging with my boys and I couldn't stop sucking dicks three miller cools lights in. I Eric, lo- was the, sorry, was, no, this, was this the inspiration for Bussy? <laughs> Yes, pussy is. You're like people hate musical comedy (laughs) until you're singing about fucking. I I have, I have a, a critique. Which yeah, this, yeah. this movie's perfect, so Wait we don't need to touch it. What? We don't need to touch it. I, under, I disclaimer. Critique I understand it's perfect. It's untouchable. I get it. My critique is that the whole concept is that they want you to be viscerally uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They do want to tell some of the story mm-hmm. of these characters in in real life and history, and I felt like there was a little too much like modern American man discomfort with gayness to actually tell the story. Every mm-hmm. victim was unwilling. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying like victims were like happy to be murdered. I'm saying that some of them were down to do some weird shit. Yeah. They, and they, they didn't showed up really and they were like, listen, that. I want to huff glue and get my ass fucked, yeah. but not die. No, I, I, th- I, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I'm not saying it right. I think that some of his victims were actually open to the gay shit oh, and yeah. they liked it and it mm-hmm. was fun and interesting and I have n- I don't I'm not sitting here being like of course it led to murder you were doing unchurchly things mm-hmm. I'm saying that I think yeah. when we talk about these things we talk about them in a sense of here's what I'm uncomfortable with right I don't think we give credence to the fact that these boys were preyed upon because they're doing something natural they're oh. experimenting they're yeah. young it's yeah. the 70s they got inebriants in them I- i'm an inebriant lady i fucking get it you want right. to try yeah. some weird shit but i don't think people understand that the moment of terror was not the gay shit the moment of terror was when it went just outside the boundaries well no that's interesting so like i definitely agree with you I think I also come from such a different perspective as a former like sex worker. Okay. I think the feeling of like, yes, I'm pursuing this behavior. Yes. But, but also like just the, the uncomfortableness of like, no, I'm comfortable with sex. Yeah. It just sucks that I'm in the situation I'm in to need money for it. It, it really is that moment. Like yeah. if I was going to make the movie, I would put more emphasis on like, I want you to choke me. I'm enjoying this right. until that flash in the eyes happens oh, yeah. where you're like, wait, 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 wait. It went too far. It's literally that nuance. And I don't think a yeah. movie like this is going to have nuance. And yeah. I get but could you I imagine? Get I'm just but saying. You talk about the switch in the eyes. Could you imagine Jeremy with his mouth half open when he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. Sorry, listeners. You imagine you've met Jeremy. You like, like it. Oh, don't act like that you don't beautiful like it. white smile and those terrifying eyes caked with psoriasis in the corner. <laughs> I mean, I think John Wayne Gacy, if we're talking about fandom here of true crime and, and the things, yeah. and I, I think Jeremy had a real appreciation for this subject matter. John Wayne Gacy was liked yes in the he community. was liked by yeah. dean coral not as much that's yes. a weird character that's a yeah. weird guy to play he's a yeah. weird he's a weird kit fella john wayne gacy was accepted by the most straight-laced yeah. men they they celebrated him yeah it and, make it makes sense though you're right because it's like you know church goer right <laughs> you know right, well loved right. in his community <laughs> normal contractor job right. Ugh, scary very manly very yeah listen i gave that up a long time ago <laughs> number one <laughs> maybe jeremy was trying to warn us when, <laughs> all these years when when i became a father <laughs> uh, do you really trust a man who finds oh poles all day uh, yeah <laughs> oh my god eric when eric had daughters he's like gross <laughs> <laughs> Great. I have to protect their fucking dignity, Jesus <laughs> Christ. God, God damn it. Is, are there enough hours in the day? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Comcast. I, okay. I, I do have this fun other little clip uh, about the chloroform. What you carrying chloroform for? It's just something nice to have around. Just in, in, if you don't, if bribery doesn't work and convincing fails. <laughs> just Jeremy's delivery. Fails. Can I you tell know. you how much warm and fuzzies I got watching this last night? Because Jeremy's delivery is fucking genius. Yeah, I watch things. I watch movies. What are you talking about? I, I watch movies as a person who's always wanted to make movies. Yeah. So I sit there and I look at the choices, the choices that have been made. And a lot of times you don't get choices because if you have someone who has been pretending to be Pogo the Clown for 13 fucking f- yeah. 35 years, you're going to get whatever's coming with that person. And yeah, Jeremy's you, yeah. bringing psoriasis. <laughs> He's bringing a lot of things to the table that as a director, you got to work that with you it. you can't clean up. You yeah, mental aphasia. You yeah, yeah. You don't have your pick of the litter in a serial killer meets serial yeah. killer movie. Mm. But Jeremy's deliveries, I have some here that I thought were fucking great. <laughs> I have the Jesus Christ line. Fantastic. <laughs> Jeremy's delivery. That's a lot of damn candy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> paid him $50 to suck a dick <laughs> this is my favorite they're all a bunch of fucking worthless lying whores Horse. anyway <laughs> favorite line in the movie there's just his okay his delivery is so notable to me as yeah. someone who loves cinema and love Jeremy but without being biased he he was someone who was aware that he was self-aware and he didn't want you to know that yeah. yeah, and he would do things to where you thought you could pick him out like yeah. a good apple. You'd be like, "You're weird," and yeah. "You're awful," and this. And he's like, "I know," and look at you upset about it. Yeah, look how, yeah. Mad, there, look how mad you are. Yeah. yeah, there are not a lot of people who are comfortable talking about hard truths. Yeah, Jeremy loved the truth. Yeah, there are priests who fuck kids. There are. There, what is it Nambla his whole, yeah, didn't yeah. he have an album or a song he does have a song called Nambla, Nambla. <laughs> we'll the, close the, out the, the man was <laughs> the man was an appreciator of truth and I think those of us who like the truth feel like mm. we're fucking insane because yeah. everyone around us is like we don't talk about that and we're not going to deal with that well, and da 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 Jeremy just had it out yeah well it's so funny you say this because I might have even sort of touched on this our last previous tribute episode uh to to jeremy is like it is really really funny that i used to bitch constantly about jeremy always picking movies that had rape in it okay fair and and it is so funny that our last movie ever on this podcast (laughs) is the rape movie to end all rape movies it was hard to watch and i'm like and i'm like yeah. God damn it, Jeremy! That was a good play. But that's, that's the point. But right? if like, I could, if I could channel Jeremy, he was just like, but only boys. I not not the girls. We no, let the girl go. Yeah, in the beginning. Jeremy, Jeremy's response would be like, hey, it it doesn't have uh, Jodie Foster in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Thanks, What's the big yeah. deal? Well, uh, you know, you you appreciate someone differently when they've passed. And yeah. I, it, you know, knowing Jeremy in life, mm. it was very like he's he's out there. He's a lot. He's he's a joy. Yeah. He's not yeah. a danger. He's really fun. But maybe baby showers is where we don't invite Jeremy. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a lot. But yeah. since he's passed, you kind of look back on it and you go, "There's a fucking guy who was willing to talk about the nitty fucking gritty of life and not hold it over you and do whatever the fuck he was gonna do with oh, no, joy." No, the straight up, he would tell you what the deal is. Um, I will, I will, and I don't know if this is. I don't know if we've ever. We, 
we haven't shared this on the podcast because uh, it was a it was a touchy subject for Jeremy. This is a real story about Jeremy. Okay, so um, uh, we grew up in an evangelical Christian church. Who you know who our pastor was? It was our grandfather, yeah, and everybody shit. held him in very very high regard. And uh, Grant RTW. It was a very. Grandson I, I, I of a think he's a, man. he's a good man um, who definitely suffered from PTSD and uh, probably beat the shit out of all of his kids real bad because yeah. I I had the dad that he made yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I know that guy right um, uh, but um, we were we were part of uh, Christ and Country Church and uh, that was our life every single day and um, Jeremy mentioned because Jeremy is he's he's not dumb we all know Jeremy's mm-hmm. not a dummy he's fucking um, brilliant honestly um, and Jeremy. Jeremy took that shit really seriously, and uh, there was someone with uh, within said church who was just like, "That guy is not doing the right thing," and he called this guy out. And then my grandfather said, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" And Jeremy was excommunicated from our church, which what? is when I left said church. And I was like, "I'm not going fucking back there if my brother's not allowed to go." What Man, did they fuck have this. a problem with that? He, his his extracurricular shit. Um, the no nothing. No, with Jeremy. Jeremy called out another man oh, in the Jeremy church for his behavior. Out, okay, he called okay. out he called out an yeah. elder in the church yeah. for his behavior, and wow. then he and. And then my grandfather responded by getting said, who the fuck are you to say oh, anything? Okay. To and then, and Jeremy said, well, I'm not fucking anybody. And it maybe ca- caused his mental collapse. And wow. then uh, I said, uh, and also where he wasn't invited to Christmas for a couple of years and where I was like, well, I'm not going to your fucking house if yeah. he's not invited to, to this place. And uh, it caused a giant fission in our family. And you know what? It fucking should. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not okay. It's not okay. Jeremy was standing up for what he thought was right. And you yeah. know what? The people who tell the truth always get the shit end of the stick. And I'm yeah. the one to sit here and say, let me fucking tell you. Yeah. yeah. As a truth teller people don't like it and you know what like it fuck them because they're weak Mm, yeah because they're weak they don't have the spine now to be fair my my grandfather did try to make amends, but Jeremy was too way too stubborn to ever try to, to make amends. Yes. He he also was wronged, but he does have a stubborn mentality in himself. Hey, bless uh, him for that. But it was my uncle who barred him from Christmas for years and years okay. and years, so I didn't go because my brother was not allowed. Good for I was you. Like, I was like, until Jeremy's at least allowed. I was like, is he allowed to come? And I came. Now Jeremy didn't come to that Christmas, but I went after I knew he was at least allowed. You cleared to come. the path. I said I'm not, I can't come. And I you know said what? My cheers coming, to that. Let's so. cheer. Cheers to that. Because it takes a lot. It takes a lot to stand by the person who's been outed. It's so easy to be like, no, I'm in the inner circle, but I still like you. Fucking weakness. No, 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 no. No. I'm standing up for this guy. Y'all can go fuck but yourselves. But he did. Hey, he did come back to Christmas. And by that's the way, big of before him. They, before they did that, he didn't so have they to made do that. amends a little bit. Uh, but it was after my grandfather died and my brother watched him die and he was like, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. This exact perfect story because this is exactly what I mean. If you're going to be someone different, it takes a fucking lot. It takes yeah. a lot. And if you're going to be someone different who's also a good person, it takes even more. Yeah, that's a tough thing. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I'm a huge piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not tired. I'm getting sleep, you guys. <laughs> um, let's do one more quick break before we finish off this episode. Also, because I need to pee. We'll be right back. Do we have some of Jeremy's clips of delivering his lines? Yeah, I got, I got, I got. So we, we're at clip 12. I have uh, another 10 clips to go. Okay, nice. So, My nice. starting to hurt. Um, <laughs> so... Um, the uh they go back to the hotel room and they drag that boy there uh back to the hotel room and i do like this um <laughs> I, this is a clip that makes me it's 
<laughs> it's one of the worst lines of the movie. But this one uh, makes me laugh the hardest, just in Jeremy's delivery here. When did you first uh, become interested in, uh, you know... In the old days, I, I used to pay kids to uh, have a little bit of fun with them. But then it all went sour. Who thought the fucking little brat was 15 years old? I pay the kid 50 bucks to suck my dick and keep quiet about it. What the hell does he do? He goes to his daddy and tells. I end up doing 18 months in the fucking big house. Whoa. They wanted me to do 10 years. You fucking believe that? Fucking for fucking a kid? (laughs) (laughs) This is what I mean. The self-awareness is just brilliant. Yeah, gross. He'll be of age by then. Disgusting. Can't believe that for fucking a kid? So funny. (laughs) He's, he totally understands what made these people, these predatory people, so unhuman. And, mm-hmm. then, he, and then he plays them as if they're totally justified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's sure. so genius. I do yeah. like that, that, that little pivot where he was just like, you believe that they tried to lock me up for some bullshit like that? The fucking a kid, <laughs> like, so blatantly kid. understands what's wrong with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, normally they would just move me to a different parish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Dean then goes on to tell about his accomplices and how you can trust these boys. They find me, my boys, and I can do it. And he's like, I'd like to have one of your boys sometime in the future. Uh, Dean then has a flashback where he's huffing paint with his boys uh, and ends up tying them up. And as he's having uh, this, you hear this mental breakdown he's having. Hit him harder! Hit him again! Hit him! Are you okay, man? <laughs> you, are, you, are you okay? <laughs> Is everything he checked fine? on Dean Coral a couple times, didn't he? I'm all right, about, buddy. I'm worried about your well-being right, right. now. Yeah. Um, the idea that John Wayne Gacy is like, ooh, yeah. I think you're being a bit much. Yeah. Uh, um, you okay? Uh, you a burrito? Or a blanket? Are you okay, buddy? You're not yourself when you're not raping. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of flailing at your uh, your killing of people right now. Gacy then has a flashback about how he used to impersonate a cop to try to pick up a hot boy slit. You're not a real cop? <laughs> oh, what makes you think that? Cop! <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think that? His shirt's not tucked in. Was it my pants being off? The fact that it's a light, <laughs> light blue costume. Like, like not even the right color. You know what would have given it away? Be like, you didn't sprinkle crack on me this first. Com- yeah. <laughs> this completely, this completely pantsless man. He's like, you're not a real copy. What, what made you think that? <laughs> Such a good fucking line. Uh, Do I have here? The laugh is masterful. Yes. <laughs> Do we have his laugh? There's, there's, a, there's some good laughs coming up here. He uh, you'll made see this when the pogo work. scene yes. comes up. Uh, here's a little bit more from this clip though, where he's a cop and he has this kid tied up. Oh please! <laughs> My dad will pay you. He has lots of money, please. Oh, yeah, I, I'm sure he will. <laughs> Don't be so sure. Our daddies aren't always what we think they are. I'd have control of them for hours. It was such a fun time. <laughs> such a fun time. I think it's such a I fun think it, time. I don't know if it's just me because I know Jeremy, mm. but he was uncomfortable with a lot of playing this role part of it's the homosexual behavior but i think also part of it is just how horrible a person can be like Mm -hmm. he would take it to a level where he was aware of it like cognitively but i think embodying it i mean maybe i might be giving him too much credit here but it's like 
I don't think I am. Like um, he was uncomfortable being like the worst. Well, kind Jeremy of hated him. child molesters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he yeah, really obviously. did. Um, Jeremy would tell you this over and over again. He goes, "I'm not gay." I'm an actor. Yeah. <laughs> God, I got to start using that. I'm not struggling in life. I'm an actor. I'm not. He he was our original Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, they then show him disposing of the bodies in his uh, crawl space where uh, Jeremy de- delivers this line here. Isn't that a little reckless? Burying them on your own property? I mean, that's crazy, man. I mean... What if somebody figured it out? They wouldn't be able to prove nothing. Most they can do is uh, charge me for operating a cemetery without a license. (laughs) No. No, sir. I'm not a lawyer, but no. That is a real Gacy line too. When he was when he was locked up, he was just like, "They can't prove that I killed anybody. Only thing I'm guilty of is running an illegal cemetery." (laughs) Man, cemetery without a license is what I call my snatch. License to birth. License to Honestly, spill. Honestly, so th- my last time on Quality Time, let, mm-hmm. let me make let me make this statement as mm-hmm. someone who loves true crime, someone who, who appreciates horror, someone mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. the scariest aspect to me because after a while you get used to the pattern yeah. behavior. You get used to oh they choked him out and then they let him go and they choked mm-hmm. him out. You, you hear that over and over. You go okay. The scariest thing to me has become the power of justification. Yeah. Yeah, Justifying your own behavior so it's comfortable to you to keep fucking doing it. Yeah. That's terrifying to me now. Some big hurdles. You got to go over. Yes. (laughs) Oh, you going to do nothing to me? Just because it's going to be a little bango, 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 dango. Like, no, sir, you have dead fucking bodies of young white boys in your basement. It's a problem. Whoa, 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 But they white. You know what? I mean, honestly, (laughs) though. The justification. The justification is something that I struggle with all the time. I'll be like, yeah, I know I'm doing a bringer show, but it's exposure. Right. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. That's so- sociopathic thinking. No, nope. if it's bad, it's bad. Let it be bad. So uh, next, uh, we finally get to see the great Pogo the Clown outside from the uh, intro to the movie where you got to see him very briefly. Um, uh, he is a uh, clown by weekend. And, None better, uh, can I go- say. None better than Jeremy Woodworth, the portrayal he, uh, of Pogo. He comes into this uh, birthday party filled with small children and they're they're all chanting. found those children at the birthday cake district um can i also just say that every parent that allowed their child to be in this movie we should call cps on them yes yes by the way here here i have the most cps line in the whole movie here we go this is uh pogo talking to a small child here i love you pogo can i take you home with me (laughs) i don't know if your parents would be cool with that sure they will you can sleep with me like my teddy bear yeah like your teddy bear I wish I could take all you home with me. <laughs> I have one to piggyback here. Uh, quote, I try to keep an eye on the youth around here. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think CPS stands for crime, punishment, sex. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I also have a note here. The talking heads cutaways to Jeremy as Gacy are my favorite parts. 
Yeah, yeah. When they cut to him and the framing was horrible yeah. and the wig is half off and yes. his, his delivery is so perfect. His delivery yeah. is so perfect. It's yes. so perfect. Uh, also, the shit stain is so on brand. <laughs> <laughs> I had that as a note. One thousand percent. So good. I died. When he's climbing up on the bed and the shit stain is yeah. dead yeah. center yeah. of the screen, I was like, right yes. There. Eric knows that one of the last text messages I ever received from Jeremy, like days before he died, was uh, Jeremy sent me shit in a toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because. So just because. Just because. He was like, Ashley, I'm at work and I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And then he sent me the photo. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love that. Love that for you. <laughs> Not for me. Love it for you. <laughs> I do. So uh, Gacy's uh, major uh, way that he would capture young boys is that he had what's called the magic cuff trick. Yes. And it's where he would put on handcuffs and show how he could get out of them, which he just had the key for them. And then he said, I bet you can't do it. And then as soon as you did it, guess it's time for a raping. Yes. Um, that and was his uh, his favorite bit. I, I, I do have... Um, this little clip, though, of when he's trying the magic cuff trick, and uh, Jeremy does this line here. I deserve this. I pulled the tag off a mattress once. <laughs> That's a federal crime. <laughs> so he kept that in the back of his mind for a good yes. day. Yes. Yeah, he was <laughs> just the like, right day to use like, it. I got, I got this. I'm ready to use it. Didn't that. Ed Kemper do the same thing? Uh, with the hand trick i think he did the thumb thing have. yeah he was he like did. let me show you the chinese guy. thumb yeah, yeah, yeah. trick thing yeah and then they'd be that's the terrifying yeah. part and that's what i was talking about is when it's like oh okay you're giving me a ride from campus yeah. you're being helpful it's the 70s we're all loose and good with it you want to see this cool trick oh i guess mm-hmm. yeah it's cool okay let me out yeah okay, but seriously though i need, I need to get that's out the now. scary part i need to get out yeah oh, i don't want to be on this roller yeah coaster. i cannot eric knows this i cannot emphasize enough for my own experience don't ever take rides from people you no, know don't do that <laughs> ever don't do that oh boy don't marry red flags i <laughs> yeah. can offer that there, yeah. to the room there yes, you go maybe lessons learned yeah, yeah sure. eric's a yellow flag he's an assault on the field <laughs> yeah. hey i don't support flaggets uh, <laughs> what what Jesus i said flag Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There. So, but, oh my God! Uh, there are some older teens at the parties uh, who aren't impressed with Pogo's performances, uh, and uh, you get to see the cuff trick in action once again as he takes one of these boys back to the hotel room, and uh, he he kills that guy with a garrote, and then also kills two at once in the back of the car where he's like, <laughs> and I love <laughs> knowing my brother's body temperature in general is really fun to watch as he's melting like. <laughs> a hot fudge sundae in the back of this car. He's like, Ugh. I know that take was just like, all right, paint him back up. We got to send him back yeah. in. We got to do it again. I do I'm love like, that <laughs> Jeremy melts like that guy from Indiana Jones after he chose poorly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's looked directly into the Ark, Ark of the Covenant. Covenant. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's 78 degrees outside. I know I know this is impossible. But we've had a request from the makeup department. Can you not be literally huge right now? <laughs> There is nothing funnier than like obviously the audience wouldn't get to see it, but when Eric and I would get these video calls from Jeremy at like one of the cons, like Jeremy has it going and he's like, I'm sitting in my car in the air conditioner because it's hot as balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't fucking take this anymore. I was like, How hot is it in the convention? He's like, It's almost like 68 degrees. They won't let me bring in my cooler with my meats and my beer. Yeah, yeah. I brought I brought polyostring cheeses and coors and I they don't have 
have what I like Jeremy, in there. don't you think it's possible that eating meat and drinking beer all the time is making you sweaty? No. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than nothing the times. Nothing I'm doing. Than the times Jeremy No, my favorite Olympian, uh, 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 Bruce Jenner, used to always drink this and be strong. look how he turned out. Yeah, yeah he's, he's fine. fine. There was nothing funnier than Jeremy being like, oh, let me bring my cooler. <laughs> uh, this line... In 1960, I was precinct captain of the Chicago Democratic Party. <laughs> Favorite. Favorite. Again, I don't believe it. Jeremy would never be a Democrat. Yeah, I know that. That's how good of an actor he is. Yes. <laughs> That's how good of an actor he is. Also, the uh, ruined my carpet. Ruined my carpet. Was yeah, where he knocks that one boy over. He's ruined my carpet. Which I feel like something Michelle has said to him before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've ruined my carpet. So we get to see Dean in action more after this. He's throwing cool parties where kids are just huffing glue. This is also where uh, Dean Coral's giant cock is involved, where he jerks it yes, off on the side of the that? <laughs> That's all him. I do. So, hey, movie continuity is a thing. And the idea of like, <laughs> we've seen this guy in his underwear. He definitely doesn't have a huge cock. Yes. But when he wears these jeans, he jerks off on his leg. Is a very funny thing As to me. As a make. fan of penis, I was very concerned. <laughs> is this real? Are you joshing us? Is there a reason it's so big? Are you just working with you got? I no, need no, to no. know the behind the scenes story of the oversized penis on this questionable person. I mean, he's the ultimate shower, but not shower grower. Yes. You know what I mean? Like and then he was sitting next to another dude who's a killer. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, what? What, or is he just showing off? I was confused. He's I've, like, I'm postulating. I've never so badly wished I was full lesbian. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't enjoy what I was seeing. I just recoiled in fear like a viper about to attack. I also have a note here, hit with the corpse. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so that it, eventually they end up killing the uh, the boy who is there, and there's an argument that gathers between Dean Coral and John Gacy of uh, the idea of fucking the court, fucking the victim before they're dead versus John Wayne Gacy who likes to fuck them after they're dead. A passionate and discussion. They think the other one's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love whoa, when whoa, whoa, whoa. serial killer rapists look down on yeah. you? Yeah. And yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, that's. Yeah fucking otherworldly you're like sir sir you know what it reminds me of it reminds it reminds me of christians who are like wait a minute you eat fish on fridays yeah. what the fuck is wrong with me while turning a blind you eye to molestation body i'm not a sicko like you pal saying a priest molested you is wrong against the priest yeah some people yeah some people think sushi is gross some of us think it's a delicacy yeah i, I get it <laughs> Um, you, you do hear um, Gacy or uh, uh, this line right here talking about the glass rods. The uh, fuck are those? Glass rods. <laughs> I like to stick them up my boy's pee holes <laughs> and then break them. <laughs> I felt the same way, sir. <laughs> That's, uh, and then uh, the, there's a whole thing where this is, here's a part I found odd. Okay. I found this odd. I Just found, this one well, thing. This is the one thing one I was thing. like, it broke me. Okay. The, is that it, the next scene, it shows him all bloody mouth as implying that he bit off a cock. And then, so he has active blood flowing from his mouth. And then he pulls up 
a, a, a giant um, gallon Ziploc bag with said cock in it, which means he just, so you had the Ziploc ready. You were like, I, it's biting 30. As soon as you bite it, I got to freeze dry it. Otherwise it goes bad. Clock is a ticket. <laughs> yeah. That's Don't so get mad. Get glad. I wanted like, it. <laughs> I wanted it out of the bag and him to hold it like, <laughs> like that. That's what the seed needed. I didn't need it obscured by this. Uh, do you glad lock? Do you think he writes the date on it so he doesn't let it get freezer burn? <laughs> like, <laughs> Ziploc in competition was like, don't get homicidal, get Ziploc, buddy. Do your cocks go bad after three days? Are you using the freshness seal? And then, <laughs> and then the immediate follow up is like, man, is there a lot of blood after you bit that dick off? Use Bounty. <laughs> The quicker raper picker upper. It changes color, so your severed dick doesn't. So you know before you open it, maximum absorbency of fluids. Oh boy! So uh, tempers flare over the idea of fucking the dead body before or after. Egregious. And, uh, here we go as the tensions flare here. Wayne Gacy, ain't that what your papa named you, John Wayne Gacy? Hey. Does he know you're just a queer homo sissy boy? Shut up! He doesn't know because he's too busy fucking your dead mama! <laughs> they start breaking bottles over each other's heads. Oh! You cocksucker! <laughs> Get your cock picking hands off of me, bozo! It's Pogo! 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 Suck my cock! Kiss my ass! <laughs> Why does, why does this feel like the original cut of Gone with the Wind? Yeah. You're like, I do declare, I don't know nothing about Can assaulting I? no boys. Right. <laughs> um, I watched this movie a couple weeks ago in a, um, uh, we, we had a Die Laughing Productions event where it was the celebration of Jeremy's life where we watched this movie in front of people who didn't know what we were about to fucking watch. Holy shit. And the whole time, let me tell you. Yeah, I saw Bill Monahan. He's still pretty upset. The, no <laughs> the normals that are watching are like, I don't know what we're watching right now. But when we got to this climax of the movie and the part we're about to get to, the only time I've heard a cheer similar is when I saw Avengers Endgame <laughs> and I saw and, and, and Captain America picks up Thor's hammer for the first time. <laughs> Same energy. Yeah, about what we're about to. Bill Monahan and I did a show together mm. recently, and Bill told me about said event, and he goes, "Hey, gotta tell you, wish I hadn't been invited." <laughs> it, it was, it's, it was a rough watch. It's either that or a bar, or what's the thing when they cut the brisk, the brisk. I, I don't want to be invited mm -hmm. to one of those. Yeah. Um, I have a request. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the part where he goes, John Wayne, Wayne Gacy. Gacy, and then what does he say after that? John Wayne. Can you play uh, that again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Wayne Gacy? Ain't that what your papa named you? John Wayne Gacy? Hey, does he know you're just a queer homo sissy boy? Shut up! That. Can yeah. you go to YouTube and look up royalty-free house music? Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, my God. Second. I love this. Because this is about to become an art for something. Oh, my God. This is going to be a hot drop. John I love Wayne, this. Wayne, Gacy, Gacy, Let the beat drop. Gacy, 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 Gacy,
we yeah, go. it does sound like he's doing a pig call. It's got to yes, it's got to <laughs> yeah. be pretty typical. It's got to be a classic. Does your daddy know? Yeah, that's what it's called. Does I'll be like, hey guys, let's go to Burning Man. I have a new track. (laughs) (laughs) But burning as in flaming, it's a different thing. It's a different festival. Yeah, after you have sex with John Wayne Gacy, something's burning. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, as the fight progresses in a very comical manner, at one part, um, Dean Coral grabs uh, his chocolates and starts eating them like there is Popeye spinach. He gains the upper hand. (laughs) He then hits him with the tied, hits Jeremy with the tied up uh, body and knocks him over the bed. Hit him with a corpse. Hit him with an actual corpse like a baseball Uh, bat. It will never not be funny to me. (laughs) Remember, I want you to remember from the beginning of the show, this Jeremy said this movie could be true in another dimension. <laughs> He's like in Keep another in, in a dimension, another dimension. This movie could be completely factual, and I need you to remember that he said that. I'm just sad uh, that Jeremy <laughs> is not alive for us to do Killer Clown meets the Candyman in space. Yes. In space, yes. No one can eat ice cream. So no um, one can hear you get molested in space. So eventually, he knocks him over. Is that why Elon Musk is going to fucking Mars? <laughs> He knocked him over, and this is the Avengers Endgame moment of this movie, is Jeremy is now uh, on the other side of the bed. He's plain clothed as he falls over, and uh, 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 Dean Coral calls out to him. I have a treat for this one. Quit clowning around. And a balloon floats up already. He's like, what? What? What is that? What the hell? As he emerges as full (laughs) pogo. And they begin to fight, and he cuffs him, and then also somehow <laughs> he has the old school like uh, uh, accordion style uh, uh, fucking what is it boxing glove that like extends yes. out of like a gun, hits him in the face. Very Looney Tunes. They yeah. are face to face when they finally have a loving kiss. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Dean. I, I don't know what came over me. Uh, I just uh, 
Oh, like brotherly love kiss. <laughs> I'm not a homo. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When you kiss me like this <laughs> And when you poke me like that Tie my arms behind my back <laughs> We forgive and forget And you're fucking my backside <laughs> oh, The album man. is coming, you guys I'm telling you right it's now ripe. Yes, we're ripe with it Sapine Dion I, <laughs> I had the one The Sapines <laughs> I had one thing I could bring to this Which was the ending which was audio of Jeremy getting hit with a belt as a ringtone. Oh, <laughs> I do love him getting oh, his ass. So <laughs> is there a way we can play it? Because it was just so... Yeah, you know, we need to keep that as a drop for... Yes. Yeah. Um, give, me, um, give me one second. Like here. you Let's put it when like this. your boss calls. Oh, I love <laughs> that. <laughs> right? Like I do love that. That is kind of brilliant. Hold on. Okay. I, um, or your best friend, depending on your humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending like my booty calls. The one I'm just yeah. like, oh man, yeah. my man's going, yeah! <laughs> okay. Hold on. Here, here we go. Oh, no. Please don't. Oh, no. And only. Please stop. John. These images. The yeah. shaky camera. The, 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 the way Eric's going through. Yeah. Do you want to restart? Because I cut you off. Hey, what's up? No, I'm good. What's up with you? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I just want to answer the phone. I won't lie. Kim is absolutely right. I do want this to go off on my phone when I'm in my next debtors anonymous meeting. (laughs) And I'm like, hi, my name is Ashley. 12 years a debtor. Ah! Ah! And I'm like, can you hold on a second? It's my sponsor. Oh, excuse Uh, me. It's my mortgage company calling. (laughs) No, I like the rate I have. I said rate. Uh, I said rate. Is this rocket? No, it's pocket pussy mortgage. <laughs> I'm just more comfortable with a company that recognizes my lifestyle. They're going to take 69% off. Uh. <laughs> uh, eventually, Dean pulls a gun on uh, Sweet Pogo and then goes and pulls the trigger, but it <gasps> nothing happens. He goes, whew, okay. And then he shoots it off and then it, it blows in the air. He goes, ha! And it, I do like Jeremy's very real reaction of the yes. gunshot going off, which startles their next door neighbor, which is none other than the great uh, John Link playing uh, uh, Charles Manson. Uh, what are you guys doing? Don't you hear I'm making music? Music will change the universe and the being and the inside will be out. The outside will be in. God will be the devil. Evil will be good. Good will be evil. And all that will be left will be me. Me. Can I just say that John Link in this role is very helter homeless shelter. (laughs) 
Shelter. Shelter, shelter. <laughs> I loved his portrayal of Charles Manson. Yes. Yeah. I loved it because I think people often portray him as, I said this before, as being this like super genius and like. Sexy. Yeah. And I've uh, learning what I've learned about Charles no, Manson. No, he was, he was just a step above squeegee He kid. was a That's ragged all- <laughs> flag on a windy day just yeah. blowing in the fucking yeah. breeze. Yeah. John, sure, John Link, may his spirit rest in peace. Yes. Uh, John Link very much reminds me of the little man from Twin Peaks. Oh, that yeah. Was, yeah. Yes. Just, uh, mm-hmm. Talking backwards because I yes. can't quite fucking understand what he, he's saying. He yeah. honored the root of Charles Manson, which yeah. is broken child insanity. Yeah. yeah. And I, I need that in my Manson. I can't have my have Manson it. be a mastermind. He's not a fucking yeah. mastermind. Yeah. He no. picked the right jeans size. He was lucky. Like, this, this guy didn't fucking know yeah. what was going Charles on. Charles Manson was not so much a strategic, uh, like a strategy guy as he was. No. If I don't watch Wacky Races this yeah. morning, yeah. it's going to yeah. be a yeah. bad you know, for everybody. In that, yeah, story, that's in that story, you know who had more sense and strategic planning was Tex who did not recover from eating hallucinogenic root. Yeah. yeah. That guy had brought more strategy to what ended up happening than Charles Manson hey, was like, why don't you try to kill people? I'm yeah, trying to figure he, out how to use cars He was going to start a race war because truly, someone wouldn't sell him drugs. Yeah, truly. He is the Sean Savoy of mass murder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shots fired. I'm a namaste away from that house. <laughs> You know, I came. I came for fun. I got petty on top of it. Oh, a thousand percent. Oh no, am I not going to get booked at Nottingham's? I'll be okay. <laughs> not, not a gams. <laughs> it ends in a, the name ends in a secondary meet. We can all calm down. Uh, come on, are we all not going to act like he doesn't run a fucking cult? <laughs> come on. <laughs> You're 20. Would you like to wear my clothing? Uh, I have a whole brand. Uh, I never so got my picture taken in a hoodie. All the all the ladies in the other room then start to get mad at Charles Manson. <laughs> And then it closes out with actually a Jeremy Woodworth cover song of uh, um, Love It, The Streets of Laredo, performed by Jeremy Woodworth. That uh, brings us to an end of uh, The Killer Clown Meets the Candyman. Ashley, I look to you. Your final thoughts on this uh, piece of cinema we got to observe today as your face shrinks down and you have the sad face for the end of the episode. I can go before you if you need. Okay. Okay. Um, let me go ahead and bring yeah, yeah, that yeah. down a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up with three main points here that were my reaction. Number one really great elements Mm -hmm. tried and true brilliant elements number two actual fandom without being someone who idolizes murder rapists yeah yeah, jeremy brought a love of understanding he made me love murder rape yes in a big way (laughs) and my third point is what was the fucking point of this movie (laughs) Was it funny? Was it supposed to be awkward? Were they supposed to educate? Were they supposed to inflate and exaggerate? I feel like all the choices that I love that were made were made on be part on the part of the actors. Mm-hmm. I thought the guy that played Dean Coral, Senor X. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought he 
really dug into what this Dean Coral story story makes us feel when mm-hmm. we learn about Dean Coral, which is just abject, just rejection of his assholery, um, absolute rejection of anyone like him, mm-hmm. um, and an inflated sense of God self. And then John Wayne Gacy, same thing, but a little opposite. He was more organized. He was the leader of the Democratic Chicago Party. He, <laughs> he felt really good about himself, but he didn't. He brought a respect to this film. I don't know I like what the that director he brought, was choosing. He brought a respect back to politics yes. more than anything if that was anything. Lag, lacking back and hasn't, then. We haven't seen you know? such respect since then. Never, never. Um, but, but my question for the director is, what was your goal? Is it to be funny? Is it to be self-aware? Is it to make a point? I, I felt like there wasn't a clear choice made, and we kind of threw it all in the basket. True Which that. makes me love it more. Yeah. Which I love those questions. It's overall great. Shower thoughts. Ashley, your final thoughts on The Killer Clown meets the candy man i would have liked it more if it was a salvage movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah if they if a dean coral hey we don't know what's going to happen in the sequel they might go to a derelict building that's been defunct for and some there, time and there's a secret h.h H. holmes dare i say <gasps> oh the h.h H. holmes building maybe okay. we do a time travel sitch pete jackalome who i know mm. will likely listen to this episode director of the film um Reach out to us. We have ideas. Yeah, okay? let's talk. We can do a full H.H. Holmes rebrand. I'm willing for the right price to come back and reprise my brother's role. I am more expensive. I require two Hot Pockets a day to work. So Stop it. I'm not a one Hot Pocket hoe. So uh, get me what on there. What is this, there. Versailles? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to the director. You made a film, more than I've ever done. Uh, You got disorganized people to show up to places on time and do things. Um, And call it, call out. Eric's a fan of horror. And you didn't know. And no one overdosed on fentanyl. I mean, that's a solid shoot in my idea. Better than Hollywood. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Um, I will say, uh, watching this, um, I watched it for the first time this year. And uh, did I feel a little bit guilty for not watching it while Jeremy was alive? Maybe a little bit. Bit, um, but I, I think it had more gravitas for me yes. um, watching this thing that uh, one of Jeremy's most proudest pieces of art and uh, uh, I'm, I'm sad to see him go but I love watching him walk away um, <laughs> waddle away I do love watching him walk away um, Kim what do you got on the horizon where can people find you at uh, you can't I'm doing my own thing I'm doing some childbirth education stuff and doing my own thing living dreams if they're having a kid do you want them to be able to find you find me childbirthforyou.com there you go uh, i think i'm on instagram at the same thing panic at the deli panic at the deli my favorite place other than the one and only ashley pontius laughs and slash and gash dot dmv you find all her shit there um ashley anything special you wanted to say uh i'll be taping my first special this year oh a whole special you can't say that while crying (laughs) yeah you can't you have to buddy it's gonna be listen this isn't hannah gatsby (laughs) You got to hold it together here. How dare you? <laughs> anyway, thank you all for you. for this ride. Uh, we might be back in some other form in the future.